Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Spoonami Podcast. Spoonami. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's going in there. Anyway. Matt, Jack, and Jackie in the office chilling. Spoonami. Welcome to the Spoonami Podcast. We have a special treat for you today. We will have special guests. One of our core team allies coming in to talk about Dungeons and Dragons and game development. Today's agenda, we will go over some news. We're going to go over some D-Hawks news, some shout-outs, ended with Elias being a great guest. Let's start off today with Matt. He has a public like announcement. Gaming. So yeah, so like, yeah, Elias is coming by yeah, to talk about gaming. On that note, I have roommates. Well, actually, all of like my housemates, even I like to some extent, but like not really, we're all into gaming. <laughs> <Not really. laughs> yeah, we're all like heavy gamers. Um, one of my housemates, uh, Dylan, he had to continually get started up top competitive gaming. <laughs> competitive gaming club um, is basically for people who like play online gaming, but it's looking for anyone, any users who are interested in Rocket League or Overwatch, like specifically, because those are like the two like games that will be utilized in this club. And if you want to represent, yeah, the university through like these are two like online games that stop by show them what you got. So how should they get in contact? Yes. Um, just contact me. Um, you can contact through Sharpens or Sharpen. That'd be one way to get connected and we can refer you over if you are interested. Yeah. Thank you. I contact is important. Yes. Yes. Very cool. Thank you, Matt. I think episode one was a smash. We were expecting three listeners, just us three, but... What are we at now? Are we at now, Jackie? We're at 17. 17, probably going to be 18 soon, you know? Thank you. Yeah, thank you all. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. And, like, yesterday, I I live with the president of the school, and I told him to listen to some podcast, and then, so I, like, sent him a URL to this podcast, and he's like, I'll check it out. In his room, he was blasting some R&B music, and I'm, I was like, Nathan, are you going to listen to this? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes back to his room and turn it up even louder, so shout out for listening to our podcast. Listening to the podcast, Nathan. And John Morton, you're also the president. Yeah, so, <laughs> I don't live with him. That'll be weird. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> And correction from last week, for those who are trying to fact check me, I'm so sorry. Kipchoge ran 69.5 seconds. For 105.5 times around the track, and the 1,000 or 1 kilometer time was 250 instead of 150. Another fact that I messed up was the oldest member is actually 44 and not 46. Sorry, Bernard Lagat. And if you weren't, if you were listening to our, hopefully you were listening to our first podcast, but if you weren't, that's in reference to Elena Kipchoge breaking the two-hour marathon record. Uh, so yeah, we like we said, we want to make sure our facts are on point, um, and delivering you guys news that is up to date. And we don't have a lot of running news, but there's another running news that's happening pretty recently. The Oregon project got shut down. It happened the same day where Kipchoge did his breaking too, but... What is the Oregon project, you mind? The Oregon project is essentially a Nike-funded project where they will hire and just sign a lot of elite athletes, usually straight out of college. They'll just be training and just become... That's where they go when you're pro. The project was established in 2001, 
the coach who was running this program, his name is Alberto Salazar. He was a three times New York Marathon winner and a one time Boston Boston Marathon, the most prestigious marathon uh, in 1982. The problem was they noticed that maybe they're trying to inject the athlete with enhancement drugs, yeah. which was not allowed in the IFFA. And this is really awkward because in the Doha Championship, which was the World Championship this year, one of the winner of the 800 meter was actually the Oregon Project. So now his title and everything's in jeopardy. There's a lot of controversy. This is this could be a backlash towards the running community because someone just broke running. Now we are questioned about all these other athletes. Like, oh yeah, do we have to drug test them? Did like he get enhanced somehow? So some of the noble like runners are like. Donovan, Brazier, Craig Ingalls, and then Gavin Rupp. So that's all the running news there are. And with Seahawks news... What do you guys think of the, the amazing, wonderful loss that we took? That was the most anticipated game all season, and we lost by 14 points against the Ravens. Their quarterbacks tripped a couple of times, and we, yeah, we can't tackle them. It just seems like we couldn't. Yeah, Russell's first interception, and it was a pick six. DK Metcalf dropping the ball. Seattle Athletics selling through there right now. Seattle to Rep selling the wounds. The Mariners are pretty much the only like, team to not have made to the World Series. That's too soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. That hurts. My oh, my. Maybe someday. But, maybe someday oh, oh, fans. I, you know what? The Mariners, I still believe in you. Just a little bit less than before, but you know it's it's still there. Okay. And Jack, do you have any news or things happening around? I need to realize. Thank you guys for that that sports segment of the show. I have a question for you guys. This is yes. kind of transitioning into more fun popcorn ideas. Mm-hmm. When do you think is the oldest someone should be going trick or treating? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how many is that? Around the corner. I mean, I don't know. I still see, I still see like friends who are maybe like three or four years older than me, and I like when like they, they still like enjoy this stuff. But um, when was the last time you were called about trick or treating, Jackie? Can we not? Can we not? <laughs> I low key might have last year. I did one house. There's no shame. There's no shame. I don't know. I feel like personally, trick or treating. It, it has to do with your look. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I look really young, so I kind of get away. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm only, like, a sophomore. We just, like, don't get much sleep in high schools. So I'm here with my little buddy. So I would say that um, as long as you're being respectful and you are not harassing any of the other trick-or-treaters or creating a distraction or taking away from the fun, I think it, 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 it's, it's okay to an extent. Personally, myself... I would have to cover my face because I have a really thick beard, and I mean, people probably think I'm much older than I am, you know, as opposed to, like, Jackie just said that he, he can maybe pull off a young look if he, if he yeah. wanted to. Yeah. I think for you, you can just dress as a lumberjack. And also, I, I think it's very fun to, especially being a college student or if you're an older high school student, whatever it might be, going to parties that are fun and safe and no drugs or alcohol. <laughs> but... Having a good time with your friends is still important, and uh, I recommend that you guys take advantage of uh, the festivities that going on on campus, off campus, whatever it might be. But just stay safe and have fun and be respectful. Stop is throwing the house on the 
He said that's on Halloween. Yeah, that's on Halloween, October thirty first. Yeah. Upper one. Tiffany Lubman. <laughs> okay. That's good Around. clarification. Okay. Yes. So it's it, outside. So is it in uh, Demery Hall? It's it's in Demery Hall. Yeah. I have like a little question to like the first one though, like. People, you know, we we want to be treating as much now that we're in college, but we'll 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 still dress up. I'm pretty sure you'll find people dressing up either at Halifax or like going out off to a house party or even like to the mansion or maze. What do you think you're too old to dress up for That's a good question. Well, I personally think right now I am still not too old to dress up. Uh, I don't think anybody's too old to dress up. Depends on where you go when you're dressed up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what you do you guys have a plan for what you're going to dress up as for Halloween? I know you do. Itachi or Shikamaru from Naruto. Those Naruto fans out there. Yeah. I was thinking about just going classic and getting like a white bed sheet and being a ghost. Right, right? Cut some holes, you know. I don't have any costume plan, but I always have a backup. And that's for you to see, so if you catch me that day, I'll be dressed yeah, up. Yeah, we'll work out. And next on the list of topics, we have having our nicely guest Elias coming in. Matt, Jack, and Jackie in the office, chillin'! Spoonami. Like, the feeling like we have to start All right, Elias, time. welcome here today. Um, here's an apple. Matt, please hand it to him. Okay, here, here you go. There Thank you. It's not washed, but... This is now an ASMR <laughs> podcast. So, you know, it works. Um, All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, another fellow member of the Sharpen Core team. Ooh. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hello. I'm Elias. Uh, I'm a computer science major hoping to go into game development. We'll see how that goes. Very and, cool. Yeah. Well, welcome to, into our podcast. Um, yeah. So, as we said... Elias is on the Sharpen Core team with us, and we, we really want to interview a lot of people, but we're kind of starting with our Sharpen Core team as a basis to interview different majors and different studies and different walks of life. So welcome, Elias, to, to the show. All right. Glad to be here. He's waving. Trust yeah. us. <laughs> Yesterday was Monday night, and Elias had the greatest idea of hosting a game night. Do you want to go into that? What made you do a game night this early into the school year? I wouldn't really call it early, even. It's week four or five. Oh, God, it's week four or five. Yeah, All right. <laughs> and I figured that I just saw an opportunity to uh, reach people who would normally be more on the introverted side, so prepared to go with it. Uh, had a few people turn up, and it seemed like a fun time. That's so, what matters. Yeah. I, I believe all of us were actually there last night, and yeah. we can agree that it was, it was a really good time. <laughs> Dad had to shut us down. We played yes. some aggressive Uno, um, some, <laughs> some of that Smash Bros, some Ultimate, you know, yeah. it, it was good. For the record, Matt drew 
16 cards? Yeah, 12 cards on 12 the first cards on the first turn. <laughs> because of, you know, rule. You know, we're creative. <laughs> He's salty. Yeah, I, I sure am. So, Elias, you've made it very clear, just based off your interest and what clubs you're involved in, that gaming is very important to you. Yes. We talked to you a little bit prior to recording today, but could you kind of explain why gaming is so important in your life? I guess it's hard to say for sure, but it was an interest for me growing up. My health wasn't exactly the best, so gaming was one of the things I could do. It just continued to be important to me and how I connect to others. Mm, that's very cool. If you don't mind like talking about what kind of health issues that didn't really allow you to go out the other random kids. Uh on the complicated side but to make it simple I was either born with or got a form of abdominal pain during infancy which has been uh, kind of a struggle and gotten worse over the years and just knowing him he's able to do things like we always do but he can't walk for a long time and that just has prevented him to able to travel a lot right yeah. Um, so, another question, and this goes into your interest in D&D. So, for the average listener who has no idea what D&D is, could you kind of give a, a very simplified, to the best of your abilities, explanation of what it is? Uh, to simplify it? I guess. <laughs> easier said than done. But, there's a little bit of a challenge for you. <laughs> yes. I guess it's kind of collaborative storytelling, uh... Basically, it's just a fun way to be someone else, I guess, in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've made a lot of really good friends through D&D. Is there a way that people can get connected on campus, possibly? Uh, yes. If you go on Engage and go to the Link Club for SPU, you'll find that we just have a... Uh, we run, uh, we've already run a D&D &D night, but we have pretty good connections with uh, a lot of the other people interested and could talk to some people and try to hook you up with some other like-minded people. Awesome. That's very cool. You know my roommate, Kenji, oh, and he Kenji's is actually, roommate. he's been <laughs> trying to get me into D&D &D for quite a while, and by quite a while I mean since the beginning of the school year, <laughs> but just from what he's told me, it's, it's very fascinating, and I, I think it's... It's a good opportunity definitely to meet people and get to explore just diff different things about yourself and things that you wanted to... Oh, sorry, everybody. Quick we have a hey, what's up, Jess? Yes. We have a drop-off. Yeah, thanks for the delivery. Yeah, thank you wait, so what, much. Wait, is, wait, where'd you get that? He just dropped off a lot of hot dog buns. For, yeah, from, from where, though? It's not from the box, is it? Yes. He gave us buns from the box. Why do we have more buns? We, we don't... We, we want the buns in the box, so we don't have to see the buns anymore. That's why there's the box. I came by to say hi, check if there's leftovers, because I'm going to be going back up to do food. So I was checking if that was an option. Otherwise, I was just going to take buns and go up. Oh. Oh. Um, yeah, you just okay. stole his buns. Um, so you can I, you can have them in here. Like, we don't somewhere. want the buns. Yeah. Please take them back. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> I would... And maybe I'll toast them or something. Make sure that make sure they're not, make sure they're clean. Because those have yeah. been remember they're weeks old. Yeah, I know. 
Alright. Sounds good. So I'm eating these at my own risk, I know. That's fine. Cool. Do whatever you want. Yes. Yeah, take care. Alright, Matt, this will be fun to edit out. So. Or edit it. Or, you know, I don't even know. Do you have anything else? I was checking if there was leftovers you're trying to get rid of. I think check in tomorrow. It's okay if I. Actually, that'll be good. We're going to eat it tonight. We're going to eat something tonight and then we'll let you know. Alright, thank you. See ya. So yeah, uh, all right. If you don't know him, <laughs> yeah, that's Chaz. He is a regular um, participant at the Sharpian lunches and a frequent volunteer. So you can do that too. Yes, for sure. Anyways, <laughs> as as we were talking about prior, uh, it's very cool that 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 opportunity exists on campus for students to get involved with. Yeah, I know. Uh, in the past few years, Link Club has you know tried to develop the nerd community here and. Mm -hmm. This year, I've taken more of a leadership role and have been trying to do that. Do you hold a position? I am the treasurer. Okay, very cool. Very yeah. cool. You know, on the topic of just like gaming in general, um, I don't know, it sounds like, yeah, gaming and like D&D and like Link Club, it's all been like very valuable for you. I know like there's a lot of like parents and moral guardians like today who kind of like, like give a pushback against that, but then what, what would you say is the most valuable part of like, yeah, just gaming in general. Uh, connecting with other people, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, gaming is similar in a lot of ways to things like television, books, movies, in that it's a uh, kind of a form of media, but it's also interactive. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and it does often just involve others. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. And how exactly did you get into D and D? Like, who brought it to you? Where's the origin? Yeah, yeah where's the yeah. origin? That's the story. Ah, I... So me and some friends from all the way over in Wenatchee decide to form a group, which completely failed. A few weeks later, we tried again. Completely failed. A few weeks later, I DM'd that one, which actually managed to make it. What, is, what does DM mean for uh, us right now? DMing is being the dungeon master. Basically, mm. the one... Creating the world, uh, that almost like the narrator player. in a way. Yeah, gotcha. the narrator. Gotcha. In simplified terms, that is. Yeah. The voice in the sky. <laughs> the yes. voice in the sky that tells you what to do. We know that you're a computer science major. Yep. How did you just get into coding? Because we spoke before that you got into coding alone with no one's guidance. How did that all happen? Uh, yeah. So when I was a kid, I had to have a surgery. Uh, and I got really bored afterwards, so I just kind of <laughs> started to learn using my parents' laptop. Mm -hmm. I kind of kept it to myself for the next five or six years, just learning on my own. Yeah. And even after that, while I was more open about it, I still basically was primarily teaching myself everything up until I started college and... Oh, I forget what year. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to remember. Uh, yeah, that dark road. And what apps did you open? Because when I first interacted with the computer, I played Minesweeper. I don't know how you got into coding. Uh, the C++ or... I mean, C++ is the language, but uh, it's less of an app. Uh, uh, Visual Studio's a uh, good beginner one. I think I just mm. used... Uh, I know it wasn't Notepad, but it was something like it. Oh. Like R? No, no, R is terrible and <laughs> shouldn't be used. 
For some reason, the lists start at one, which is horrible. So do you have an idea post-college of what you want to do with your degree? Is there like a specified area of computer programming that you want to go into? or I would like to be able to go into game development. Uh, mm. Ideally, I'd like to be able to have my own company that I've had for a few years now, but I'd like to be able to make it my source of income, but that is a long ways away. Yeah, that's very cool though. I like that your passion for gaming and your choice of what you're studying, what you want to do, kind of all circle together. <laughs> together. That, that's really cool. Yeah. And what kind of games yeah. do you develop for? Uh, I've made a few small projects in the past. Uh, right now I'm working on three different ones. Uh, a ta- tactical tile-based RPG called Aaron. This was actually before uh, Sharpen's Aaron changed their name. So... A game that's... I don't have a name for it yet, but it's basically around the mechanic of having two characters and switching between them. Okay. And third game, which is kind of a roguelike, called Drown, where you go down into basically a flooded world and try to get treasure. Very cool. Wow. (laughs) So, yeah, now that you have, like, viewers, is there anything, like, I don't know, you want to season them about your projects, or...? Yeah, or how could they play your game? Well, I can't make any promises without seeing uh, the timeline and how much time I'll have. I suspect that I'll have a functioning demo by the end of... uh, By the end of December, actually, for Drowned. Uh, Nice. Yeah. Keep an eye out, I guess. We will definitely give you a fat shout-out then. Let's talk about what are some games that you play currently. Yeah, so we, we talked about like game development and the idea of you liking to create games, but you and your personal time, what games do you like to spend your time on? Oh, Besides D&D. fun one. I think my favorite games would have to be the Dark Souls series. Dark Souls, okay. yeah. Uh, I play Paramount Elite just because that's a good casual one to play with friends. And it's free. Yes, with... that is a big plus for that. Uh, aside from that, just whatever seems interesting, really. Uh, Cyberpunk is coming out soonish, and that looks really interesting. Uh, CG Project Red, I have a lot of respect for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the guys who made The Witcher, Witcher 3, great game. I highly recommend. And where do you get all this game news? Do you just browse Steam? Uh... It's kind of a combination of stuff. Or Discord. Uh, I know that like nowadays all these different platforms have their own games that you can... A lot of it's actually word of mouth. Okay. Uh, a few companies I follow. Recommendations. Yeah. Gotcha. There are a few companies I follow the development of, but other friends do that too, and we get that. Yeah, what games do you play, Matt? As of, well, um, my childhood and like, lifetime game is Legend of Zelda. And that okay. series is like pretty good. Dungeon crawling, exploring. I haven't played the newest one yet, but my roommates have like the Switch, and so I might try it. Wait, have you played it? I like grew up never really being able to play games, so I watched a lot of Twitch growing up. All last year, I watched people play Fortnite, and then <laughs> oh, <laughs> people would play right. on the series on the Switch. So, ne- but now I'm fortunate that people are like, oh, I have an extra GameCube controller. Let's play Smash. So. Yeah. That's something I've been working on. So I had like a lot of games like as a kid, but then 
some like year pretty much all my consoles got stolen so then <laughs> i like mm. so i kind of you know trickled away from it consoles you know they're just getting more expensive so everyone's turning to like online gaming now yeah but then if there's like someone who has say like call of duty on xbox or something like smash ultimate i won't buy it i'll have the money for it i'm in college <laughs> but like you know I have friends, so I'll play with them. Yeah, for why not? Right? And then you get your fix, and then you move on. You know exactly. This, this episode brought to you by Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> please send us a Switch. Please, please, please sponsor us. No. And Jack. Yeah, well, I would say it's funny that you mentioned Fortnite. I I lead ninth grade boys at my local church uh, in small groups, and I was definitely too old to be a part of that wave of playing Fortnite, but uh, they loved it. And so one way I connected with them was playing Fortnite with them. No! Um, and so okay. they would just dunk on me. They, it, it was not even a competition, but it was a good way to connect with them. So that's why I did it. They'd run you yeah. over with the grocery cart. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Other than that, I played League for a little while. Same. And then obviously Smash is probably one of my favorite games right now. Just because it can be competitive, but also it's a great game. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, in yesterday's gaming night, there was a girl who would never played Smash ever. She picked up the controller, played Kirby. Shout out to Rena. And yeah. she never. We were, it was five people, and she never got anything lower, lower than third place. Yeah. She yeah. got first one time. So yeah, that's that's why that's I love Smash. But yeah. uh, do you guys have any more questions for Elias? Do you have any questions for us? Yeah, yeah Elias. Do you have any questions for this Konami? Or anything to say to the listeners? Uh. Nothing I can think of. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yes. Yes. Thank, thank you for you being with us. Yes. Uh, very awesome. So, All right. uh, so, shout out again to Link Club if you are interested. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and look on it, sure. engage, and you will find the contact info. And if you see Elias around, definitely say hi. Yes. Uh, if you have any questions about D and D or anything, I'm sure he'd be happy to answer them and talk to you about it. Uh, uh yeah, like come to Link if you're available on Thursdays. Cremona 101 at six. Perfect. Well, thank you, Elias. Thank you, Elias. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Have a good one. See ya. Oh, so that's something. Yay. So thank you so much for listening to us and our guest speaker, Elias. And time for our shout-outs. First shout-out for me is Sean Crespi, a volleyball middle blocker SP alumni. You know, she's really nice, and, you know, just shout out, she's enjoying her new life on graduation. I want to encourage students to attend the volleyball game so they can step up a little bit this season. And all the athletic events. And shout out to Maddie Batiste for winning Offense Player of the Week. Shout out again to Professor McDonald, because I low-key took a nap when we were scheduled meeting. Thanks for your forgiveness. (laughs) And Matt? I have nothing right now. It's okay. I would just say shout out to all of our listeners again. Thank you yes. for listening. Shout out to some of the, the homies, Rena, Sarah, Kayla, you know, you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. The OGs. And you're sure now we will still be looking back on our first few listeners. We really appreciate the support and everyone listening. Yeah. And look out. If I DM you, you might be featured next. It's not him trying to slide into your DMs for any other reason. So... I'm just trying to be a dungeon master, all right? We'll catch you next time on the Spinati Podcast. Episode 3, coming soon. Near you. Peace.